The Leslie Marshall Show, the only true democracy in talk radio. The Leslie Marshall Show, the only true democracy in talk radio. Of, for, and by you, the people. Live nationwide and streaming live at LeslieMarshallShow.com. Call in with your thoughts at 888-6-LESLIE. Here to set you free. How you doing, Leslie Marshall? Good afternoon. Welcome, welcome back. Only True Democracy in Talk Radio. We have a lot to talk about and a guest joining us a bit later. But right now on the program, we're going to just a rip from the headlines. Did we do our ripped, Steve? No? Our little ripped thing? Yeah, go. No? Go. go. I didn't hear it. (laughs) Anyway, um, unfortunately, we every day throughout the day and every morning see more and more of the disaster and the tragedy that has taken place in Houston, Texas, a place that I lived for five months in my career, having worked at KPRC Radio, and I got to know some great people, and I've made some great friends I'm still friends with to this day, my heart as so many of yours, goes out. I'm sure you, like me, have given, uh, whether it's money, uh, diapers, uh, food, uh, you know, non-perishable items, uh, new clothing, especially for children, uh, as much as you can. And we just see what I believe to be our America, real America, people helping people, Okay, we seem to have lost Leslie, no problem there. We're going to work on reconnecting with her, and while we're working on that, we're going to take a quick break here on the Leslie Marshall Show. 888-6-LESLIE for you to join us. 888-653-7543. 888-6-LESLIE. Finding great candidates to hire can be, well, like trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter is different. It doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them with its powerful technology. 
ZipRecruiter distributes your job everywhere it needs to be to find the right candidates. In fact, 80% of employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within one day. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, only ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Used by businesses of all sizes, ZipRecruiter offers the most qualified job candidates with immediate results. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter free. That's right, free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free for your free trial. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Check out the Groupon app where you can save up to infinity, theoretically speaking. Actually, you can save up to $100 a week on what you do every day. Suppose you saved $10 on tacos and took that $10 and used it to get more great restaurant deals on Groupon, like Italian or Chinese. Pretty soon, you could save a ton. Brunch? Check Groupon. Dinner plans? Check Groupon. Hungry? Use the top-rated Groupon app to save up to $100 a week on what you do every day. Download the app and save. Groupon. Geico presents a voicemail from your friend, Water. Hey, it's me, Water. Ah, look, about what happened in your apartment with a broken pipe. Um, I just wanted to apologize for ruining all your stuff, and I hope this can all just be some me under the bridge someday. Oh, and also, I'm not paying for anything. Okay, bye. Water never pays for water damage. Luckily, the GEICO Insurance Agency makes getting coverage a snap. Visit GEICO.com to see how affordable renter's insurance can be. My name is Dale Pazinski. I'm 19 years old, and this is how I live United. I've always been kind of a computer geek, and I found a way to use those skills to help the homeless in my community. For people facing hard times, computer skills and a basic resume are so important. It may seem like a small thing, but it makes a huge difference in people's lives. So with United Way, I created a program where I work with the homeless. Together, we go through their whole job history, write a resume, and then save it on their very own USB drive. We provide workbooks and training certificates. I even budgeted for cupcakes so we can celebrate as a class when one of our people gets a job. That's huge. When somebody says, hey man, that job that you helped me apply for, I got it. That's what Living United feels like to me. My name is Dale Pazinski. I help people achieve financial independence. So I don't just wear the shirt, I live it. Give, advocate, volunteer, live united. Go to liveunited.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. What about jobs? No? Now try your basement. There's a pair of overalls that overall you're not so into anymore. A perfectly good laptop that hasn't sat in your lap in months. And even more stuff, but still no jobs? Well, you really have both. See, stuff is defined as household articles considered as a group. Sometimes this stuff is no longer needed. Wait, no longer needed? That can't be right. Because remember those jobs you were looking for? Those are really needed, and they're the stuff inside your stuff. Even inside that winter coat that moved with you to Phoenix. Our job is to unlock those jobs, and it starts when you donate your stuff to your local Goodwill. Here's how we do it. When you donate to Goodwill, we sell your stuff to provide job training for people right here in your community. So just by teaming up with Goodwill, you help create jobs. And isn't that worth parting with the leftover guitar from your 80s cover band? Goodwill. Donate stuff, create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at Goodwill.org. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. Support Let's do a little thing. Rips. 
from those headlines. You just heard it. And as I was telling you about Houston, rescuers began a block-by-block -block search of tens of thousands of Houston homes. And that is today. They were pounding on doors. They were shouting as they looked for anyone, whether they're alive or dead, anyone who might have been left behind in Harvey's floodwaters that have now heavily damaged more than 37,000 homes and destroyed nearly 7,000 statewide. More than 200 firefighters, police officers, and members of an urban search and rescue team fanned out across the Meyerland neighborhood for survivors or bodies, and they yelled, fire department, as they pounded with closed fists on the doors, peered through the windows, and checked with the neighbors. Now, the streets were dry, heaped with soggy furniture, carpet, and wood, and the chief, James Pennington, of the Houston Fire Department said, we don't think we're going to find any humans, but we are prepared if we do. The confirmed death toll now stands at 31. It is expected to rise. But by midday, the temporary command center in a JCPenney parking lot had received no reports of more bodies from the searches. That is expected to take up to two weeks. Unlike Hurricane Katrina's aftermath in New Orleans during that time, crews used GPS devices to log the homes they checked rather than spray painting neon X's on the homes that also avoided alerting potential thieves to which homes were vacant. Elsewhere, the loss of power at a chemical plant set off explosions that prompted a public health warning. The blast at the Arkema Inc. Incorporated plant northeast of Houston also ignited a 30 to 40 foot flame that sent up a plume of smoke and the head of the Federal Emergency Management Agency, FEMA, initially described it as incredibly dangerous. FEMA, by the way, later backed away from that statement. They said uh, that the administrator, Brock Long, spoke out of an abundance of caution, but the EPA analysis of the smoke showed it posed no immediate threat to public health, according to the agency, thank God. Now, the French operator of the plant feared that up to eight more chemical containers could burn and explode. The latest damage surveys revealed the staggering extent of the destruction. The figures from the Texas Department of Public Safety have not included the tens of thousands of homes that have minor damage. There are 32,000 people at least in shelters across the state of Texas, according to emergency officials. And the Harris County FEMA director said the agency is now looking at how do you house those people that have lost their homes to Hurricane Harvey. The priority, get them out of the shelters into some form of temporary housing. Hotels are one option. By the way, our president owns hotels. He has not offered them. And by the way, uh, mosques opened their doors when the biggest church in the whole state of Texas, as we all know, originally did not. Tom Fargioni said, right now, nothing is off the table. It's a tremendous disaster in terms of size and scope. I want to get thinking beyond traditional methodologies you've seen in the past. And as the water began to recede uh, in Houston, which, by the way, is the fourth largest city in the United States, the threat of major damage from the storm shifted to a region near the line between Texas and Louisiana. Beaumont, outside of Houston, take a call from Beaumont when I did talk radio there, they have a population of nearly 120,000. And nearby Port Arthur struggled with rising water after being pounded with what remained of the weakening storm. Now, Beaumont lost water service after its main pump station was overwhelmed by the swollen Nietzsche's River. That forced Baptist Beaumont Hospital to airlift about 200 patients to other facilities. And Port Arthur found itself isolated as flood water swamped most major roads out of the city. More than 500 people, even dogs, cats, a lizard, and monkey took shelter at the Max Bowl Bowling Alley, according to the general manager. They said the monkey was a little surprising, but we are trying to help everyone. To help with the recovery, about 10,000 more National Guard troops.
storage tanks in South Texas, spilling almost 30,000 gallons of crude. Not immediately clear whether any of the spilled oil was recovered. And more damage to the oil industry infrastructure is expected to emerge as the floodwaters recede. According to economists, the storm shut down everything from plastic plants to oil refineries to the Houston port. That is the second busiest port in the nation. And that could affect not just Texas, but our nation's economy. <clears throat> Macroeconomic advisors are forecasting firm calculates that economic damage could shave between 0.3 and 1.2 percentage points off of our growth for the July-September quarter. The economy was expected to grow at an annual Well, not now. Although it has been downgraded to a topical depression, Harvey still expects to dump rain some parts of Louisiana, Tennessee, and Kentucky through tomorrow. Forecast totals range from four to eight inches, some places possibly getting up to a foot. Now, for much of the Houston area, <clears throat> the rain had passed, though with temperatures likely to climb into the low 90s over the weekends, residents are warned about the dangers of heat exhaustion, especially for people who lost power or must toil outdoors. Something nobody talks about is that water. If it is still, still water, very dangerous. What can be lurking? in it and what can develop in it. The two major airports in that city also resuming full service. Limited bus and light rail has been restored. Trash pickup as well. Harvey initially came ashore. It was category four in Texas last Friday. Went back out to sea, lingered off the coast. It was a tropical storm for days and had flood and rain, five straight days of rain, close to 52 inches. The heaviest tropical downpour ever recorded in the continental US. But yeah, tell me there's no climate change, right? Tell me there is no climate change. Um, that is absolutely uh, ridiculous, right? Let's rip another. Yes, no? Okay, I guess. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Steve. You got to stay with me here, buddy. Um, okay, I, I also want to uh, move away from Houston for a bit. We will continue to give you any uh, information if it breaks and keep you abreast of any um, highlights that come up uh, in the news. Um, but there are um, things that are going on with regard to the uh, Russia probe and with regard to the president and Vladimir Putin. Uh, today, we, the United States, have ordered Russia to close its consulate in San Francisco as well as two annexes in Washington and New York, and they want to do it in two days. This is apparently tit for tat in response to Moscow's drastic reduction of U.S. diplomatic staff in their country. The State Department said the decision was made in the spirit of parity, adding that the closures needed to be completed by Saturday. So this decision came from the State Department. Um, at the start of the Trump presidency in January, the Republican leader said he hoped for improved relations with Vladimir Putin's Russia. Obviously, they are not improving, and obviously, it took a long time for him to come around to do this. After Congress approved new economic sanctions against Moscow after its meddling in our election, Putin in July ordered drastic cuts in U.S. staff in retaliation, if you remember. Now, along with that San Francisco consulate, installations ordered closed or a chancery annex in Washington, and that is where Moscow has a giant embassy complex and a consular annex in New York. Um, and uh, this, like I said, uh, was the State Department's decision. A State Department spokeswoman who I know used to work with at Fox, Heather Nauer, said the U.S. has fully implemented the decision by the government of the Russian Federation to reduce the size of our mission in Russia. Let's rip another. There is another hurricane we had, and we're still looking at what happened with Harvey. Well, now we go from H to I and from male to female, and Irma is rapidly intensifying in the Atlantic and something that we need to be on the lookout for, folks. 
Hurricane Irma is rapidly intensifying in the Atlantic Ocean. And of course, after what happened in Texas, where it exceeded what they thought would take place, because people in Texas and Louisiana are now recovering and trying to recover from Hurricane Harvey, this storm has the potential to hit the U.S. coast. Now, Hurricane Irma, like I said, rapidly intensifying over the eastern Atlantic, according to the National Hurricane Center this morning. The storm has wind speeds of nearly 100 miles per hour. It's expected to be extremely dangerous for the next several days. And it's too early to determine the exact route it's going to take. Locations for landfall potentially include the Leeward Islands in the Caribbean, Bermuda, both the Carolinas, north and south. That's according to the AccuWeather folks. Um, but the steering winds are going to gu guide Irma close to the Leeward Islands, and then they will go perhaps to Puerto Rico and Hispaniola around the middle of the week. It is expected to be a Category 3 or stronger by tonight. Land areas are not going to be in immediate danger until next week when the storm moves west, and there will be an increase in surf in the northwestern portion of the Caribbean early in the week. Where it will hit land, we do not yet know. And, of course, that's always a dangerous thing. Let's rip another. Well, more news about the hurricane because there are a lot of heroes and there are people that are raising money. A lot of people raising money for the relief of those victims of the hurricane. J.J. Uh, Watts hurricane uh, relief. Oh, what happened to that? J.J. Uh, Watts hurricane relief um, actually has now hit a stunning mark numerically. Financially, dollar signs ready? Drum roll, please. Ten million dollars in less than four days. Can you yep, he has raised ten million dollars, and 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 that's just. I have to say, there's so many people out there trying to do stuff. Um, on uh, Sunday evening, when the full terrifying scope of the devastation began to set in, J.J. Um, Watt, who's one of the Houston Texans. He took to Twitter, and he made a simple request. Let's raise some money to help these folks. His initial goal was 200000 In less than two hours, he surpassed that. So he kept raising the goal. Fans and celebrities have kept responding. As of this morning, he was on Twitter again. I saw it. This time to announce that the fund he had set up reached a major milestone of $10 million. Absolutely incredible. He said the most difficult times bring out the best in humanity. And... I agree, or the worst, unfortunately, right? We know there's best, but we know there's worst people who try and take advantage of people. Um, he said, I cannot thank everybody enough. This was on video on Twitter. We have semi-trucks being filled as we speak. That's phase one. We have things like water, food generators, baby supplies, cleaning supplies. Houston, we're thinking of you. Less than four days since, four full days since he asked for donations. And as of this writing, you have that money, over $10 million, $10 million, over 100,000 people have contributed. But if you think about that, it's really not that much for that amount of money. Yesterday, Ellen DeGeneres announced on her talk show that she, with the help of Walmart, are chipping in a million. Amy Adams Strunk, owner of one of the Texans' divisional rivals, the Tennessee Titans, also gave a million. So did Sandra Bullock, by the way. And uh, there are others that have given money, um, a lot of money, like the uh, the Gates, the Buffets, you know, many people like that, and people that don't about them. Do you know what I mean? Uh, they don't want it to be about them. So um, is uh, our guest uh, ready? Guest is ready. And uh, we're going to take our guest before we go to the break today because um, want to chat a bit 
before we get to our first break, being that this is typically our shortest segment. We had ripped a little later due to a little technical problem. More than a pleasure of with us, the new CEO of the DNC, Jess O'Connell. Now, Jess is the first LGBT CEO in the history of the DNC. Awesome. As a leading <laughs> voice among progressive women, Jess came to the DNC for Emily's List, another awesome organization, and there she helped to develop the organization from training 10,000 women in its history to training over 15,000 women last year and early this year, right before she left Emily's List. The new CEO of the DNC, Jess O'Connell, is with us. More than a pleasure. Uh, may I call you Jess, or do you prefer Ms. O'Connell? Oh, no, Jess, of course. Hey, Leslie, how you doing? I'm doing really glad as a, a woman and a very Democrat progressive uh, to see uh, that not only are you female, but the first LGBT CEO in the history of the uh, DNC. Um, there's there's so much to talk about. Tell us about your role, your new role as CEO of the DNC. Because even though I'm a Democrat, I hold the you know a DNC card. I give money to you guys and your causes, uh, and I support you guys you know top to bottom. Um, not everybody listening, and most are listening are Democrats or do uh, you know have that like-minded ideology. Uh, tell us about your new role there, and you know what. It, well, first of all, what does it mean to you to be the first LGBT CEO of this organization of the DNC? Well, yeah. Look, I mean, this is it, look. It's an honor. This is a this is a big responsibility at a really important time, and I don't take that lightly. And one of the things that I love about our Democratic and Progressive family is that you know we work to open doors of opportunity for everyone, and that includes me. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm lucky enough to, to be able to, to do this work uh, for, for all Americans, and, I, and I'm proud to be in this role right now, and I'm proud to be a Democrat. And personally, you know, I, I appreciate the work that Democrats and progressives have done over the years. I was able just last year to marry my partner, Holly, and, uh, and I am grateful for the work we've done to do that, and I am going to fight against Republicans who try to turn that back. Also, I want to talk about before you came to the DNC in your position and, you know, what you're going to do with the DNC and what it means to be in your position, your new position as CEO. Um, oh, do I hear music? Well, when we come back, we're going to do this is our shortest segment, so I didn't get dirty off there, Jeff. I wanted to get you in quick before the break, but we're going to take a break. Come and talk more. Jeff O'Connell, new DNC, first LGBT CEO in the history of the DNC, back with her, back with you right after this. Check out Democrats.org, that's the website. Leslie Marshall, when the truth matters. Give her a call now at 888-6-LESLIE. Are you putting your retirement savings in a 401k, IRA, or investment account? Then I have one word of advice. Stop. Many experts warn of a stock market crash any day now. And if it's anything like the last two crashes, you could lose 50% or more of your hard-earned savings in the Wall Street casino. Can you afford to lose half of your retirement savings again? Hey, you don't have to lose a penny because there's a better, safer way to save for retirement. And you can learn all about it in a free report. This is the report Wall Street and big banks desperately hope you never see. Why? Because this method continues to grow your money even when the market tumbles. It lets you 
take back control of your money and finances. And it gives you penalty-free access to your savings. Plus, it beats the pants off any 401k or IRA. These are uncertain times, so get the information you need today to guarantee your retirement security. To get this free report, go to bankonyourself.com right now. That's bankonyourself.com. Bankonyourself.com. There are some moments only the forest can inspire. Find yours at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. It only takes a minute to find out if you may have prediabetes. And you can do it at doihaveprediabetes.org. But you're probably not going to. Nope. I'm sure you've got a perfectly good excuse. Kids, work. (laughs) I get it. You're busy. So what better time than now? Let's begin. Raise one finger if you're a man. Ladies, none yet. Oh, count in your head if you're driving. Now, three more fingers for everyone over 60, two over 50, one over 40, one more if you're not physically active, another finger if anyone in your family has type 2 diabetes, another if you've got high blood pressure. If you're overweight, raise another finger, two if you're very overweight, and three if you're really overweight. You've just taken the world's first audio pre-diabetes test. And if you're holding up five or more fingers, visit doihaveprediabetes.org or talk to your doctor. There's no excuse because prediabetes can be reversed. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. All right, class. Let's hear what everyone did this weekend. Jill? Well, I raised my older sister to a big oak tree. It was at least 100 years old. My mom said I must have set a record or something. And then we went down by a stream and perched up on this huge rock and saw all of these little minnows swimming around way below us and then I rescued my little brother from an evil slug king who was guarding him at the bush fortress and my sister and I brought him back to our super twig fort for safety and then we all laid out and told stories until it got dark and the Big Dipper led us all the way home. Where were you Jill? Yeah. We went to the forest. It's not that far away. Anyone want to come this weekend? Ask your parents to take you and your friends to the forest this week and find the fun, adventurous you. It's closer than you think. Check out discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. This is why you work so hard to pay the mortgage. Because home is more than four walls and a roof. It's that porch swing on a summer night. It's pajamas with feet and everybody over for Sunday dinner. And that old stuffed chair in the living room you just can't get rid of. This is why you work a second job. This is why you learn to fix things yourself so you could save on repairs. Because home is your place, your memories, your family sleeping in their own beds at night. And that is why we want to help. We are making home affordable, a free government resource that can make paying the mortgage easier. And now even more options are available. Call 888-995-HOPE today. That's 888-995-HOPE or visit makinghomeaffordable.gov. Good night, Mama. This is why. Brought to you by the U.S. Treasury, HUD, and the Ad Council. Support Leslie by supporting her show. Go to lesliemarshallshow.com forward slash members to find out how.
I wish I could make people do my laundry. Never mind make your hands clap. Anyway, hey there. I'm Leslie Marshall. Welcome or welcome back. Only True Democracy in Talk Radio. We had uh, some technical problems today. Like I told you, uh, AT&T was digging up the street outside the studio, and they have been uh, messing with some of our lines. But we're more than uh, real glad to have Jess O'Connell with us uh, in this hour today and getting around those technical issues. Chris O'Connell, as I mentioned, is the new CEO of the DNC. Just thank you for holding. Welcome back. Prior to the break, I was going to ask you about your experience with Emily's List, training 15,000 women, because what you did was specifically you were training women to run for office, training 15,000 women to run for office in just over a year. Talk to us about that and about the numbers of women uh, that are entering uh, the political realm and and, and desiring to, to run for a position. Absolutely. Well, well, thanks, Leslie. You know, at Emily's List, you know, they uh, the mission there is to support pro-choice Democratic women who want to run for office. And um, what we saw is that after the election, pretty much the day after the election in 2016, um, women started reaching out almost immediately to us to figure out how they could run and what they need to do and what the what are the steps they need to take. And what we realized was almost immediately is that we had uh, thousands of women reaching out. And so we immediately put together, pulled together all our trainers. And what we saw is that in the, really, it wasn't even a year. In the first four or five months of the beginning of this year, we had over 15,000 women reach out to run for office across this country as Democrats in response to the election of 2016. And the reason that number is so impressive, although it stands alone, is because the 10,000 women that we'd trained in our history over the last 30 years, that was over a 30-year period. So can you imagine 30 years training 10,000 women in five months after this election, 15,000 women re- were reached out to run? And so I'm, I'm now over here, obviously, at the DNC, but I know that the crew over at Emily's List uh, has doubled their staff and is out there on the roads all over the country training Democrats up and down the ballot, women up and down the ballot on how to run uh, and how to win. Uh, love that. Love that. Uh, I've been approached, and maybe someday I'll do that. We will have to see. <laughs> you, yeah, I, listen, I, you will never not hear me encourage uh, uh, someone to run. I think, uh, you know, we need, more, uh, we need more Democratic women out there. We need more people who look like all of America representing our shared values, and, uh, and that you should think about it. We'd love to have you run. <laughs> Someday I will. Someday I will. I think my kids don't want to part with me. They think I'm I'm gone too much as it is. Um, <laughs> it is it is hard work, but it's a it's a worthy cause, and boy, is it important right now. Um, and um, what do you, uh, before we move on from there, what what do you think it it means for the future to to have this many women uh, running for office? How does that hopefully change the dynamic in the future? I have two children. I have a nine-year-old daughter who today had mean girls being mean to her, and I had to hold myself from punching them in the face as an adult. But, uh, but you know, it, it, that'll you know, that'll hurt your election when you run. Don't punch them in the face. No, no. I'm keeping it. Yeah, that's that's You're fun. But um, you know, really, when we look, you know, how does it change the landscape in the future for our daughters and 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 granddaughters going forward? Look, I think uh, I, I think it has always been important, and we are shamefully underrepresented 
uh, in all of the legislative bodies right now. Women continue to be underrepresented relative to our size in the country. And I think that, you know, it has always been important to have uh, diverse perspectives and unique experiences that women and people of color and LGBT bring to uh, to our legislative bodies and to thinking about how we uh, create a country that uh, is good for all of us. And I think that's really important. But I think it is especially important coming out of a time where we have a, a Republican president in Donald Trump and uh, Republican administration and Republicans in general who seem to not be denouncing either him or the people or policies that are uh, hurting women and families all over the country. And I think we just saw, you know, this rollback of some of the equal pay uh, requirements of having companies list things so that we can keep an eye on stuff like that. I mean, this is just top to bottom. You, We all know the things about President Trump uh, and his, his uh, comments about women. And I think now more than ever, the best response to that is to run and have a seat at the table. I, I agree. I couldn't agree more. Um, Jess, uh, before we go on to some specific, specific issues that we're dealing with, with this president and administration especially, um, what, what do you do in your new role at the uh, CEO of the DNC? And I say that because there's just so much, and we will talk about a few of these things uh, that are big in the news right now. Um, it, it just seems like, wow, a lot that you know you will have to undertake. What do you specifically um, you know, do in your new role there as the CEO of the, the, the DNC? Yeah, absolutely. Look, I, we are, there are a couple things that we're really focused on right now. The first is that we've got to rebuild, um, and that's what we're doing. We have a new chairman and Chairman Tom Perez who has come in, uh, and we are rebuilding our team here and our infrastructure um, at the National Party so that we are able to compete and win uh, up and down the ticket. One of the first things that he did was change the mission here. You know, the, the DNC historically has been very focused on presidential elections, which is extremely important. But what we've learned and what we really understand and we really see the impact of is that we've got to invest in our states uh, and organize 365 days out of the year, leaving no zip code behind so that we can ensure we're electing Democrats throughout the country. So that's sort of the second big thing that we're working on here is organizing. Um, we've launched a program called Rise and Organize over the last few weeks um, to encourage all of the folks that are uh, activated and energized and are angry and frustrated and upset. Um, they, they are able to participate in events with our state parties in all 50 states where they can talk neighbor to neighbor, make phone calls, uh, and fight for the issues that they care about and have their voices heard right now. So we're organizing. Um, just two weekends ago, we did 200 events around the country in over 40 states. So people are getting out there and getting to work, and it's back to basics, just having those conversations every single day. We've got to modernize our national party. We saw that that was something that the Republicans, quite frankly, did uh, a good job of in 2015 and 2016, their investments in technology. Um, and we've got to not only match that, but we've got to do better. And so we are very focused on technology and tools and meeting voters where they are and being able to have the right kinds of conversations uh, in the right places with them, along with providing tools uh, for our state parties and our candidates who are trying to elect Democrats all over the country. And then finally, I'm focused on winning. That's why I came here. We need to elect, we need to win and elect more Democrats who share our values. That's how we'll change the country. That's how we will put into practice the things that uh, we all want to be talking about, things like higher wages and lower cost of living and um, 
you know, education that is not, uh, it doesn't leave you with a crippling debt at the end of it or apprenticeships if you want to learn uh, skills. And so that's the kind of stuff we want to be talking about. And, and so the only way we get to do that is when we win and so that we don't find ourselves in this position of having to talk about uh, a rise in white supremacy and racism and hatred and all of that kind of bad stuff. You know, I want to, you were organizing the party, and can you hear me okay, Jess? I, you, yep, you cut out for just a second. Say it again. I said, you talk about wanting to, you know, modernize, uh, you know, the party, yeah. the, the DNC, and, and yeah. I do think, I mean, come on, we don't have the, we don't have majority in the House, we don't have majority in the Senate, um, and we don't have the presidency, you know, but if something was broken or something needs to be changed, something needs to be fixed. Right. Before we talk issues, before we go to break and talk issues, when we come back for that break, I think you've heard Steve Bannon, and I'm paraphrasing, uh, talking about how tearing down monuments and just attacking Donald Trump isn't going to flip seats and it isn't going to win for the DNC, that he loves, like, the path that we've been taking, if you will. Do you agree? I, as a Democrat, say I agree with that somewhat um, because – I, I think that we neglect sometimes, you know, key uh, issues under the umbrella of the economy that really speak to that working class that, that really hurt Democrats, really hurt our party, as we saw in the last election. Your thoughts? Yeah, look, I, I, I am never – I don't think we ever have to be apologetic for standing up for civil rights, and I think what we see happening right now in our country is really a battle around unfinished business of civil rights for all Americans. Um, but, you know, with respect to statues or other things, look, I think that, uh, you know, we've been, as I said, organizing all over the country. And I can tell you that when we knock on doors and when we're making calls and we're talking to folks right now, uh, you know, they want to they want to get back on track. They want to talk about, you know, how we're creating jobs, how we're creating community that, uh, you know, that we can all be proud of. And um, and that's what we that's the conversation that we want to have as well. But it's it's hard to do when you have a president who, you know, for instance, disbands his manufacturing economic council, which is supposed to be talking about how we bring jobs uh, here for Americans um, so that he doesn't have to actually face down uh, critics around white supremacy. And so I think, you know, we have to do both. We have to hold all Republicans accountable for the conversation that is happening now in this country. But we also have to provide vision. And, and I couldn't agree more that the economy and healthcare, uh, and education, and the high cost of prescription drugs. I mean, these are the things that people are going to bed thinking about and waking up thinking about, and that's what we want to talk about as well. Okay, we're going to take a break. We're going to talk some issues that the DNC has to tackle and that we as voters uh, have to think about tackling. Jess O'Connell the new CEO of the DNC. She's got a lot on her plate. We're going to be back with her right after this. Don't go away. Uh, speaking of during the break, go to Democrats.org, their website, uh, Twitter. Uh, follow the DNC at DNC and follow the new CEO for the DNC at Jess O'Connell. J E S O C O. Oh no, at just is it at just O'Connell or at just O'Con eleven? We'll find out when we get back. Don't go away. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of truth. The Leslie Marshall Show. Give her a call now at eight 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 six Leslie.
Kohl's Labor Day weekend sale, boys' active tees are only $8. Take 20 to 40% off sneakers for the family. Hamilton Beach Kitchen Electrics and the Big One Twin Sheet Sets are just $19.99. Plus, take an extra $10 off when you spend $25 or more. And get $10 Kohl's cash for every $50 you spend. Earn it on everything, spend it on anything. This Labor Day weekend, only at Kohl's. Select styles, $10 offer valid August 31st through September 4th with promo code TAKE10. See store or kohls.com for details. As a small business owner, you make every dollar count. So what could you do with $10? Go to vistaprint.com today and you'll get 500 high-quality custom business cards for only $9.99. That's less than two cents per card. And at Vistaprint, your satisfaction is absolutely guaranteed. So it's never been easier to turn 500 strangers into connections. Just visit vistaprint.com and use promo code 1919 at checkout. That's vistaprint.com, promo code 1919. Bank rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. I was making great progress on building my savings, but then I got hit with an unexpected car repair bill. Keeping a close eye on my credit score allowed me to buy my first house, but an unexpected medical emergency set me back. When the unexpected happened, Avant was there to help. If you need to borrow $1,000 to $35,000, try Avant. It's fast, simple, and transparent. Everything is done online. There are no prepayment fees and no collateral is required. And you can instantly check your rate with no impact to your credit score. Over 500,000 customers have experienced the convenience of a loan through Avant. No wonder Avant has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. And now, Avant will give you a $50 Amazon.com gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your rates and to get this special radio offer go to avant.com today and enter promo code 2020 when applying that's avant.com promo code 2020 go to avant.com today and enter promo code 2020 whoa let's get crazy in movies when someone at a party jumps into a pool fully dressed everyone cheers them on and jumps in too just so you know in real life parties nobody jumps in after you you just look stupid Jump in. Come on. Most party fouls are pretty dumb, but if you decide to drink and drive underage, you could lose your license and your freedom. Learn more at ultimatepartyfoul.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hey, Russell Wilson here, and I know how important exercise is. It's essential. It's essential. With Play 60, United Way and the NFL are helping kids stay active and play at least 60 minutes a day. Healthy kids. But what this place needs is you. To donate or volunteer, go to unitedway.org slash play60. Because great things happen when we live united. Are you guys going to do that every time? Yes, of course. Yes, of course. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. Hi, this is John Androsik of Five for Fighting. Here for RAD, the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. You know, style is a personal thing, and your lifestyle is your business. But if you take it on the road, it becomes everybody's business. So please, plan ahead, designate before you celebrate. Friends, don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. Steven. Who said that? Me, down here. Ugh, what are you, a yellow booger? I'm a banana slug, Steven. What are you doing in my room? I'm your sense of adventure. It's been a long time since we've had an adventure in the forest. Mom took me to the forest last year. I'm a slug, Steven. It took me a long time to get here. You're right. I should get out. Yeah, the forest is not that far away. Hey, Mom, come to the forest where the more adventurous you lives. Check out discovertheforest.org for cool places nearby. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. <laughs> 
at Jess O'Connell, but the L's are ones because I was a late adopter to Twitter. <laughs> oh, I love it. Okay. So I was right. I thought it was Jess very creative. O'Connell, but the L's are ones. So, or, or, uh, and that's uh, O-C-O-N-N-E-L-L, Jess with two S's. So J-E-S-S-O-C-O-N-N-E-L-L, but instead of L-L-1-1 on Twitter. And you can always, uh, you know, we can always uh, put stuff out there as we will on Twitter, and we have uh, today. Um, Jess, there are so many um, issues confronting Americans, and you have your job ahead of you. Oh, my God. Hey, hey, Leslie, I'm lo- you're in and out a little bit. I'm losing you. Hey, Jess, I think we lost Leslie there. I think she was asking you uh, just about how tough a job that you have having uh, your role as a uh, the new CEO of the DNC and training new women how hard that is to run for political office. I think it's 15,000 women you had to train to run for office last year. Hey, Jess, you there? I'm here. We're working on connecting with Leslie. She was just asking you about how hard it is to have to train women on uh, running for political office. I think you had to train up to 10,000 women last year, countrywide? Yeah, yeah, we can talk about the training. Uh, yeah, let's hear about it. Oh, sorry about <laughs> that. Yeah, look, we, we, we've been training all over the country. In fact, one of the things that happened after the election is a lot of um, groups have gotten out there and are doing trainings all over the country. You have great groups like Emily's List. You have Emerge. You have some new ones that are focused on flipping uh, some of the chambers and really focused on the state and local issues. And I think with women, you know, I, I mean, I've been I've been working to elect women for over a decade, and I think that um, with uh, you know sometimes uh, women have a lot of questions, and so you want to make sure that we're providing women with um, all of the tools and resources and answering all their questions about what it takes to run and how to get started, and, and that's kind of half the battle. And so that's why groups like Emily's List that have been around for 30 years have been so successful in converting, uh, you know, recruiting and training and converting these women to run. And you have a great group uh, in Emerge America, which uh, also does really incredible trainings now. Um, so there's been a real uptick, I think, in the last few years. Um, and, look, I, it makes a difference when women run and win. And last cycle – we saw a, a bunch of Democratic women uh, run and win, and I know we didn't have the outcome that we wanted, obviously, or that the outcome that, you know, you know, 63 million Americans wanted in terms of Hillary Clinton being elected as president, but we did elect a record number of uh, women, to the Democratic women to the Senate, including um, tripling the number of women of color to the Senate um, and really helping diversify that body. And so I think, you know, as more young women and uh, women that are at different stages of their career see 
women getting elected and running and doing that work, um, it makes it more of a viable path for them as well. And so uh, I think that's part of why we're seeing more and more women running. We're also seeing it because of uh, the policies and the Republicans themselves uh, just simply not standing up for women and, in fact, creating policies that work against women and families. Um, okay, and I'm uh, back with you. I guess you dropped, I dropped. It's just like, you know, I guess Trump's after us. <laughs> I, <laughs> we got to keep an eye on him. I swear, I used to, whenever I say something bad about George Bush, like we'd have a line drop or something, or a caller would drop. I started asking you about Republicans wanting to use disaster funds to pay for uh, Trump's uh, Mexico uh, border wall. Um, and, you know, w- w- Democrats, you know, obviously, you know, care more about rebuilding Houston and about, you know, helping people after this, um, you know, tropical storm Harvey, which clearly uh, was just as, if not worse, than a hurricane uh, Harvey. Um, what, what, you know, what, what are Republicans thinking? I mean, seriously, if nothing else, it doesn't help you get reelected to build a wall, which clearly we really don't need in this country. Yeah, I mean, look, the uh, <laughs> the funds for Hurricane Harvey are funds for helping fix disasters, not create one. And, you know, it's not just Democrats that oppose Trump's plan to shut down the government or to attach riders on, on bills that are meant to help people uh, for this terrible wall. You know, voters actually oppose this two to one. And so I certainly couldn't begin to answer what Republicans are thinking. Um, I, if I knew the answer to that, you know, uh, but, you know, I think that in terms of Hurricane Harvey, you know, obviously our, our hearts are there. We are, um, you know, watching this closely and doing what we can. You've mentioned the Democrats.org site. We have a link up there at the top of the page for if folks are looking for the right place to give to. We've got a good, uh, a good link up there that people can trust. Um, because that's, that's where all of us should be focused right now and helping Americans who are facing devastating loss. And, you know, this is not a reality show. This is people's lives. And I sometimes wonder if our president understands that. And people in Texas right now don't care about, you know, anything else other than getting the resources that they need. And, and in Louisiana, too, we've got our uh, vice chair, Democratic vice chair, Karen Carter-Peterson, is uh, lives in Louisiana, has been down there the last uh, few days. She lives down there and been helping with relief efforts. And um, so I don't know what Republicans are thinking, talking about funding for a wall and trying to attach that to funds that um, ought to go to Americans who are in a time of need. And I think uh, we see the response of Americans and Texans and folks in Louisiana helping each other out. And that's what that's what we expect of our country. And that's certainly what we expect of our leaders. Um, I want to talk about a poll that came out, and I think a lot of people were surprised that it was a Fox News poll that found that the majority of Americans, uh, 56 percent, said Trump is tearing the country apart. Um, and ob- obviously, you know, many people say if, if it was not a Fox News poll, that number would be higher. Um, can <laughs> you comment on that? Yeah, well, look, it, it does not take much to see that the Republican Party is in chaos and that Donald Trump is the source of much of that chaos. The Republicans and the president have failed to do anything to help the American people, and they see it, and they feel it. Um, they've accomplished nothing on health care, nothing on jobs. You know, it, they, his infrastructure speech turned into, you know, a, a racist, you know, rant. Um, he's done nothing on government spending or the debt ceiling or taxes. Anything that people are looking for our leaders to tackle. We have, we, as you said, 
this is a this is an important time. We do have real challenges that our country faces that we've got to tackle together. And um, you know, the president's approval ratings have hit a record low. And as you said, that's Fox is showing that too. But every major poll is showing that. And um, you know, I the the turmoil, the uncertainty, the disarray that President Trump is creating in the economy and healthcare and our national security is unsettling for all Americans of every political persuasion. And when crime prevention is your life, your days don't stay quiet for long. What did I tell you? My name? McGruff the Crime Dog. I wear a trench coat. McGruff, I need help. That was a concerned citizen. And boy, did she sound concerned. I'm very concerned. What did I tell you? Someone took out a loan in my name. They're pretending to be me and spending my money. I can't understand It's called identity theft, and it's growing fast. Safeguard your personal information, like your social security, credit card, or bank account numbers. On the phone, online, even around the house, because half of identity theft occurs by someone you think you know. Learn more from the National Crime Prevention Council at ncpc.org. Take it from a gruff. Keep your identity to yourself and uh, take a bite out of crime. A message from this station, the U.S. Department of Justice, Crime Prevention Coalition of America, and the National Crime Prevention Council. This is Namdi Asamoah. I play football for the Philadelphia Eagles, but what I do off the field with United Way might be more important. I'm a volunteer tutor and mentor. Why? Because over a million kids a year drop out of school, and that's not okay. It takes 12 years to create a graduate, but it takes about the same time to create a dropout. And the difference between a child becoming one or the other could be me, or it could be you. Studies show that if we get to these kids earlier, their chances are better, and kids who read well by third grade are more likely to graduate. So join me. Your toes in the sand, an ice-cold drink in your hand. Waves lapping on the shore as palm trees sway in the tropical breeze. Sound like paradise? This is winter, St. Pete Clearwater style, with 35 miles of white sand bliss and warm gulf waters. Paradise is closer than you think. Visit awardwinningbeaches.com to plan your perfect getaway to St. Pete Clearwater. Voted the best beach in America by TripAdvisor.